Hey, it's Ryan Man coming to another Broncos Country Blitz. The Broncos lose to the Los Angeles Chargers 34 to 13 out in LA to drop to 7 and 9 on the season. And you kind of knew going into this one it was going to be a little rough. Broncos had several people out on the inactive list due to injuries or reserve COVID, including Teddy Bridgewater, who's still going through concussion protocol. Ronald Darby was out. Kenny Young was out. Tim Patrick was out. Jerry Judy was out. The list just kept going on and on. And really, with the amount of people we had out, it's always next man up, but the Chargers were slightly depleted by people out on the COVID reserve list. We were very much depleted, and that didn't even include the people we knew were going to be out because of injury. And it showed on the field. I mean, we gave it. There was effort. You could see an effort there, but there, there just wasn't enough firepower on our end to keep up with the Chargers. And they definitely took, took it to us. Maybe a little bit of a smackdown game to go ahead and compensate for them losing to us at mile high earlier in the year. Now, Drew Locke started in place of Teddy Bridgewater. I don't think he did anything again to hurt himself. I actually thought he pushed the ball downfield. I thought he got Noah Fant involved more than Noah Fant's been involved all year long. He got Sutton some deep balls. I mean, you saw the progression in Drew Locke. He didn't throw any interceptions. He had a pretty decent day, 18 of 25 for 245 and a touchdown. There's just something still missing there on the click when you compare Drew Locke to someone like Justin Herbert. And what's interesting about Justin Herbert, and y'all might think I'm crazy out there, I still wouldn't take him if I was starting a franchise. I would take someone more like Joe Burrow. Uh, I might even take Derek Carr before him. Uh, Obviously, we have to deal with Patrick Mahomes twice a year. Justin Herbert's a good quarterback. I do, when I watch him, though, I feel he's a lot of the product of the system around him, and maybe I'll be proven wrong as we move on in the years. But I watched a few games with Herbert when he when he gets pressed, he gets confused, and he throws interceptions. Unfortunately, we were not able to do that yesterday, and he creamed us. Now, obviously, he's probably the best Chargers quarterback that they've had in a long time. He had some great numbers against us. Like I said, unfortunately, we were pretty depleted. So in terms of the defensive effort we gave the first time we saw him, you kind of knew that was going to be impossible. And on the offensive side of the ball, basically having our two of our top three wide receivers out, you kind of knew that was going to be a little tough as well. Like I said, though, there were still some highlights in the game. I mean, Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon tried to run as hard as they were able, given the circumstances. And the defense tried to bring as much pressure as they could. They just couldn't get home to Justin Herbert. And really, that first drive, the Austin Eckler touchdown, kind of that was kind of the, the time the Chargers were using to dictate to the Broncos. Kind of, hey, this is going to be a different show today, and, and we're going to take it to you. So, some other things, obviously, Broncos get down close for a touchdown, and we do our own version of the Philly special, and it fails pretty miserably. Again, why aren't you using Javante Williams or Melvin Gordon to pound it in? Didn't really make a lot of sense. We've been asking Shermer to be more creative on the offensive side of the ball. 
you know, get get your play calling down, get get your home run hitters in place to score score touchdowns, get the touchdowns scored, and then then go ahead and flare it up with the Broncos version of a Philly special. And Mike McMahon on the special teams just needs to be gone. Chargers get the 101 yard kick return. First time they've had a kick return for a touchdown since 2012. I mean, come on. I don't, th- I don't think we need to get anything else together to realize special teams coach needs to be changed out. And really, I think it's hard for Bronco fans to take. We, we started off 3-0. This officially eliminated us from playoff competition. We were eliminated before this. We were technically mathematically alive. But the Raiders, the Chargers, and the Chiefs are all valid in the playoff race going into the final week of the season and not the Broncos. Every team in the AFC West has a valid shot or a legitimate shot at the playoffs, except the Broncos going into the final week of the season. And that and that's just kind of tough to swallow. Broncos game even got flexed the Saturday, but unfortunately it's not because of the Broncos. It's because of the relevancy of the Chiefs' position in the playoff race. So you got to ask yourself, was this the final straw in terms of Fangio and his coaching staff? I got to think it is. I got to think Peyton's not going to change anybody out, though, until after the season. What's the point? There's one more game. There's no point. But I think Peyton has an idea of where he wants to go. I think he knows who he probably wants to try to get a quarterback. I think there's some secondary options. There's still better than who we have on the roster for quarterback in terms of people that were former first-round picks or people that had to go develop elsewhere and have shown enough that you know they deserve another chance to be a starter. And we'll see what happens with that. I think Broncos country would love to get Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson. We'll see if they're honestly on the table. If not, there are some second-tier quarterbacks that I think would still be a significant upgrade. And maybe maybe Peyton gives Locke another shot. I just haven't gotten the impression that Peyton's bought into Drew Locke. I think it's more, hey, that was Elway's pick. I'm here now. I'm going to make my choices. So that will be interesting. The one thing I also find interesting, going into this final game against the Chiefs on Saturday, they've already announced Drew Locke likely to start. Teddy Bridgewater is still in concussion protocol. I think they just want to get another game of film for Drew Locke. See if they can get the guys around him healthy. Give him a chance to be at full strength and say, hey, let's see what you look like against the Chiefs compared to the prior times you played them. We'll see if that's the case. also want to make a comment. You know, unfortunately, we heard about the passing of Dan Reeves, former coach of the Denver Broncos. And that was my coach growing up, basically. I mean, Dan Reeves was the coach of the Broncos until him and Elway butted heads and, and Reeves was let go in favor of Elway staying with the Broncos. But those were some fun years. You know, I reminded Bronco Man that I've mentioned on here before, he was out at the Rose Bowl for the Utah-Ohio game. And I told him, I said, hey, when you're watching the Utes and the Buckeyes, you're in the stadium that Dan Reeves took the Broncos to for his Super Bowl appearance, his first Super Bowl appearance as head coach of the Broncos. 
against the Giants. And Dan Reeves did not get a Super Bowl victory with the Broncos, but he set the bar higher in terms of excellence. We got to three Super Bowls. Unfortunately, it would have been great to win one of those. We seem to be in the playoff race almost every year. You know, like I think any coach's tenure in a certain city or with a certain organization, some of his moves towards the end kind of became questionable, didn't pan out the way he wanted to. But what's nice is down the road, him and Elway, you know, smooth things over. Him and Shanahan always had great respect for each other. Obviously, we saw Dan Reeves again as coach of the Falcons when we beat him in Super Bowl 33. So Dan Reeves will always be a staple of the Broncos. Going to be up there on that ring of fame forever. And, you know, he's part of the Broncos country history. Definitely one of those coaches that, just like Shanahan, you really can't look back on the history of the Broncos and not have his name pop up at some point in the conversation. So our thoughts are with Dan Reeves' family and loved ones. And let's see how the Broncos can do closing out the season against the Chiefs. We will see. I don't think the Chiefs are going to let up against the Broncos on Saturday because there is a slight, slight chance that if everything fell their way, they could possibly get that number one seed back. I don't think it's going to happen. It's pretty slim, just like the Broncos' playoff chances were going into this week. But I, I think it's enough for the Chiefs to keep the foot on the pedal, so to speak. So, once again, the Broncos lose to Los Angeles Chargers in L.A. 34-13 to to drop to 7-9 on the 2021 season. Until next time, this is Rye Man with the Broncos Country Blitz. And remember to find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Broncos Country. And on Twitter at ddcr underscore bcb.